Brad Rodriguez is already saying hello. <laughs> well, Mike, where's our intro? Is it time? It's time. Is it time for an intro? Oh, man. Hi, everybody. And hi, Brent. And welcome to a coconut cracking. Kevin Owens, yabbing, dabbing, Kato doing. Brother versus brother. Uso versus Uso pushing episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to talk everything from the fallout of this week's Super Duper Mega Powers Tuesday Part 2. Uh, injury protocols, which I'm sure is at the tip of everybody's toes. And, Matt, we're going to make some time to identify the, the leader of retribution. My God, we're going to give you the inside scoop there. We're going to give you a teaser. You got to wait all the way to the end. We're going to drop his name, but you probably know who it is if you're on Twitter for five seconds yesterday. Matt, we're going to make time for all that and so much more, including microwaved cider with cinnamon flakes in it. Matt, it hasn't been a full week of hot, tasty wrestling. It's been five days since last we spoke. How are things over there? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, this is my fault that we're going early, but uh, we're going to go early and quick. Uh, cause Matt, yeah. Matt's got, uh, let's see. Well, you know what? We don't even need to post it tonight. I don't know why I was so worried about that. Cause it's, uh, it's, it's due. It's due on Thursdays, which we promised the brothers of discussion faithful. That's when we're turning in our homework every, every week, every Thursday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going on vacation. So I thought we don't want to go a week without covering pro wrestling because every other podcast takes a break. So we can't because we're not as good as the rest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we're we're standing out because we never give up. Um, I just I spoke with someone today, Mike, that is um, he's gonna keep giving us a chance on uh, our Red Wings podcast uh, because I heard about that. He yeah. likes that we have consistent content coming out on a weekly basis. So what what he doesn't like is when his podcasts go on hiatus, which uh, as we all know, there's things like wings for breakfast brought to uh, brought to us by uh, the athletic, and um, yeah, they just felt like they were done producing content. And you know what? The brothers of discussion don't do that. And he said we sound knowledgeable, so two strikes wow. against the competition. We're smart, kind of. We be smart, and, and we... they be dumb. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard he liked our pronunciation of hockey players' names, so I don't know if he uh, listened to an episode when I was on vacation or what happened, but glad he caught the one where we didn't flub it up. <laughs> Big news. Matt, before we dive into a uh, quick, I don't know if it's going to be a uh, half-hour power, power half-hour show, um, it's going to be shorter than Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. Matt, where can the beautiful people find us? Well, find us. You can see us in the top corner there at BOD Podcast on Twitter and at Brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Uh, if uh, you're seeing us right now, best thing you can do is head on over to YouTube and subscribe because then you will get those updates. Uh, you know how YouTube loves to update you when uh, if you've got your app, if you've got your email, everything gets shot out, making sure that you don't miss any live videos. But also once these are done being produced you're going to get all those updates too so if you do want to see our pretty faces you want to see what cuckoo what cuckoo background is meant coming up with this week you uh you just want to head on over 
onto the Brothers of Discussion YouTube page and uh, subscribe for us and keep sharing everything because that's how that's how we're gonna eh, what get famous. That's how that's how we're gonna make money so we can make this even better. Oh we're man, infamous. I saw four people. They all disappeared at the same time as I hesitated talking. All right. Um, also, we are on uh, all of your podcasts. That means you just can't stop. Us. Don't breathe, man. So just go. <laughs> If uh, if you don't have the time to catch us when we go live, which will normally be on Thursdays at eight thirty p.m., you can't uh, you can't catch those live videos, and uh, you don't have time to watch a video on YouTube. But uh, you're commuting and you want something to listen to. I mean, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Play, anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, you can find the Brothers of Discussion. So we highly encourage you to head on over there. And if you go to Anchor.fm, you can find the full list of every podcast network uh or um what are you uh, who's ever putting out the podcast you can find uh whichever one we are a part of uh but you can also help support the show uh with a nice little donation um that we are going to turn into exclusive content uh it's just at this time if you if you had this is what this is what this is the game we're playing if you had the funds and you needed somewhere to put them and you're not a big fan of charity I mean, like an actual charity you could put on your taxes. Uh, you could donate to the Brothers of Discussion, and so far we've been using it uh, to up the ante in our graphics and our production value, and we just want to keep up in the ante uh, so that we can get better for you. And then, of course, uh, that would mean I'd have more time to write those fun blogs and make those cool videos that everybody was right. a huge fan of. And uh, that's yeah, what we want to do. Uh, I just got to justify it with the old wife. Can't do that until I got some money. Anyway. Mike, yep. you're the old ball and chain. Yep. Yep. We're going to up the ante to Kupo. Uh, Matt, I think the biggest news uh, kind of blending uh, AEW and WWE. Uh, AEW had a uh, uh, pay per view this, this weekend. Matt, I think it came in at the low, low price of six months of the WWE network. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. Beautiful. What a bargain. That's with all the bells and uh, whistles of one show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that at some point they could maybe make an adjustment to that. We don't we don't need 12 pay-per-views, but, you know, maybe not a PlayStation game, like a brand new PlayStation game every, every you know, quarter. Um, you know, maybe like a, a used PlayStation game or like a, you know, PS Plus game game of the month something like that but anyway uh matt the, the big talking point here I, I don't know if it was really about the wins and losses but it was matt hardy uh fighting sammy Guevara and breaking his fall with the back of his head uh from 10 feet up on a scissor lift um and I, you know wrestlers get hurt all the time it's kind of the nature of the game uh you're not in there to hit each other with pillows um especially if you sign up for a match like that but Matt, the problem for me is not uh, not that Matt got hurt. You know, it, it. I guess it happens. It's just kind of the nature of the game. But that he was allowed to keep wrestling. Um, just to kind of go back and forth, because I know how much we like to compare shows, uh, compare the production teams of AEW, WWE. Um, Eric and Ivar were part of a big angle, uh, helping to get Cedric Alexander over as a heel, joining the Hurt Business. Part of that involved Ivar uh, doing one of the staples of his uh, in-ring um, uh, repertoire. He does a, a big dive through the ropes, and he's like a 300-pound man, so it's an impressive sight to see. Um, it looks like it was uh, 
still still kind of a mysterious injury. Um, it it looked kind of scary the way that MVP was laying underneath um, Ivar and refused to move. So I was kind of worried it had something to do with his neck, uh, his spine, uh, because I don't think MVP would have just laid there to make sure you know he didn't jostle him. Right. So where Matt Hardy was allowed to keep wrestling Matt after breaking his fall with his head uh, in a spot where it's a, it's an eight man tag or I think it was six or eight man tag. We could have hit Ivar for a little bit. Um, the referee immediately took the first opportunity he could to make a decision end the match and get uh, medical assistance out for Ivar. Um, to the point where the match ended on a kickout, um, and the ref just called for the bell and said, that's it. So, um, Matt, I guess to be fair, I don't want to steal all the thunder. I kind of want to throw it your way after kind of laying out what we're, what we're looking at here. Um, was there, it's too easy to say, was there a better way to handle this? But is it something where you're just in the moment as an AEW production team? Um, you're working with extreme Matt Hardy um where you know you just keep going is it a little bit understandable just because it's it happens so quick i i would say no um and i i i want to pull back on bringing up the ivar thing because the like if we're going to be real with one side let's i, I want to be real with the wwe they probably went into tonight and they were like look we're not after we just saw what happened to one of our good pals matt hardy no matter what he wants to say on social media about you know whatever his feelings are about the wwe they know that he's done a lot of good and they said we just saw him smack his head on the concrete from 10 or 15 feet we are not <laughs> whatever you do if you have any question you end the match if it, if it is a question i um i i'm famous mike for for being uh at least within our family, uh, I, I question a lot of things. And I, I, I usually say if it is questionable, you say no. And I, I actually say that with things um, as touchy as uh, the hashtag retire 91 for the Detroit Red Wings. I always say if it, if it becomes questionable, you just say no. So once it's, it's at that point where uh, there's no more questions, that's where you can keep moving. So let's apply that to pro wrestling. Is it possible that Matt Hardy was with it? We just asked a question, right? Boom. Done. <laughs> Match over. Um, we we don't... You shouldn't be playing the game of let's figure out what's going on with Matt Hardy because that instantly becomes a human who is not in the position to answer questions properly. You can't trust him uh, to make the right choice. I know we both love the movie The Wrestler, but you can't just let guys go out and kill themselves. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, especially when you've got Rabbi Hardy on Twitter, uh, like yelling at Matt and, and then yelling at AEW. So obviously Matt Hardy has a lot to live for. He is not in the position of Randy the Rain Robinson. Joking right. aside, this isn't really a joking matter, but uh, to, to, to go back to that question... Um, I think I hemmed and hawed and I hesitated, but really, no, there's, there's only one way to, to handle that. Yeah. And the match, um, by, by other accounts and not only, uh, and not my own, not just my own, 
but uh, I, I also was was able to listen to the the Disco Inferno and and Conan uh, podcast, so they also agree with me. Everything on that bro- uh, broadcast looked like the match was over. I kind of stopped, like I pulled out a little bit. I was shocked when I like kind of like shot back in. My eyes caught the screen, and I saw Matt Hardy stumbling. To the end of this match. Not two parts here. And then I'll let you jump back in. Matt Hardy's wrestling again. And I had shut, I had turned my brain off because I'm like, okay, this match is done because Matt Hardy hurt his head. And, uh, you know, you're jumping on Twitter to see what's going on to see if somebody has any information. But the other part, the part two, is that Matt Hardy is still visibly shook by this by the fact that he can't get his two feet underneath him to finish this match and the finish is him climbing higher this is so wrong on so many accounts but even worse on the circumstances now we're going pretty hot and hard right now and this is gonna this is released a day before matt hardy goes on aew dynamite for all we know He's going to come out and say, I made the wrong choice. AEW made the wrong choice. Uh, and, and they need to be better going forward. They can also come out, Mike, with a heavy dose of propaganda. And we're going to look like a couple of assholes when Matt Hardy says, <laughs> I actually didn't hit my head. Or he'll say this. I'm sorry. He'll go, Um... And Why does he sound like Cartman with a face full of pasta? But uh... <laughs> cut to black, and you'll see AEW <laughs> swipe the screen, and TNT will put the contract right in the shredder. Um, no, I, 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 again, I bring it to jokes because that's what we do. But um, I, I, that's that's personally going hard into this because I still feel pretty passionate about this. Um, yeah. I'm a little worried that tomorrow they're kind of, they're going to come out with some AEW propaganda and he's going to say some I, like what I I'm I'm fearful selfishly of like oh you know we're going to go hard into this and then we're going to look like jerks if if they do come out and say like oh he never actually hit his head bad camera angles uh we just took him to the hospital for precautionary reasons and Matt Hardy's going to like go out there and apologize for Rebby like I I we know that's not what happened. <laughs> we saw it. We saw what happened. Right. Uh, so I, I just, yeah, I guess, I guess the, the fear isn't necessarily that AEW does that, is that there are a lot of people that will trust anything AEW says. And I think the capper on all this when I, I'm done and I let you talk and then we wrap up this whole story is that AEW is just as full of shit as WWE. I think that's the thing we found out, that they they aren't necessarily that company that has done so <laughs> many different... Well, the, everybody can wrestle. We're so much better than WWE. And what have we, te- what have we seen? There's almost <laughs> no such thing as women's wrestling in AEW. And they also let Matt Hardy almost die. So... I'm I know. Not, if I have I'm to not see not... one more segment about how much they care about the safety of their wrestlers, because uh, a few of them <laughs> put a mask on uh, coming down the entrance ramp, you know what? <laughs> no, right. no, that's garbage. Uh, we've seen head-to-head head chair shots. 
pile drivers, uh, Matt Hardy breaking his fall with the skull. They're they're not that worried about the safety of the wrestlers. That's, um, that's real quick. Another good one is Matt Hardy had just had head trauma like two or three weeks ago. Right. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. I thought. He, I. I was shocked that he still made the card. I, I didn't know we were. We were clamoring for this guy to, uh, you know, eat up more TV time um, <laughs> over, over some of the younger people um, employed by All Elite Wrestling. Oh so, God, another great point. Uh, I mean, you know, that's a spot that you know maybe instead of rushing the Britt Baker and Swole angle, uh, instead of rushing their payoff match, instead of rushing uh, <laughs> like the first. Swall pay-per-view, the first uh, Britt Baker return since her injury. Um, you know, maybe we could have given that some time to marinate. But, you know, what do we know? We just run a wrestling podcast. So, Matt, <laughs> um, Ivar and Eric, uh, you know, they, they had some rough stuff going on there. And hopefully Ivar is going to be okay. Uh, same with Matt. Uh, you know, we're, we're a day away from uh, getting the official word there. Out of that angle with Ivar, um, storyline-wise... You know, that's all we can really do is hope for the best for those guys. But storyline wise, Matt, we got to move on. Uh, we're going to try and get through this uh, power half hour if we can. Uh, Cedric Alexander joining the Hurt Business. Um, Matt, I I think the only way that this could be better is if Ricochet also joined the Hurt Business because he's tired of getting beat up by Cedric Alexander. Yeah, Ricochet made an appearance, I guess, in the uh, the Elite videos on YouTube uh, where uh, they found a Ricochet action figure and they said, oh, remember this guy? Uh, which was pretty, it's pretty mean. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I think it could be something where Ricochet is like, why? I have, I owe you nothing, Apollo. I owe you nothing. And I could, I could be, I could have one of these cool Black Panther outfits. I'm siding with these guys. I like their clothes. They're pretty cool. Uh, that would be enough for me. I want to join the Hurt Business so I can have a cool Black Panther outfit. Um, yeah, I, that, like, everything about this I thought was, was fantastic because now, I, like, I love the, the drama of who's, who's next and, Let's not forget that MVP is absolutely killing it right now as, like, the spokesman for the Hurt Business. And, Mike, for the first time in such a long time, like, Bobby Lashley has a storyline that we're not embarrassed about. Um, right. And, and for Cedric, again, kind of talking about why Ricochet would join, I we know Cedric is talented, uh, but he doesn't just automatically become relevant by us putting him in a singles match. He could win a title and still not be elevated that much. So him being in this, he gets to associate himself with a group that will be dominant. And then he can take that and move forward. At, at least, and this is something maybe you and I have actually been outspoken about not being huge fans of, maybe even just between the two of us and our father, but change for the sake of change. Maybe that is necessary when you're talking about a guy that's been with the company this long and hasn't been able to crack the ceiling. So... Yeah, this is perfect for Cedric. It's perfect. I mean, now the Hurt Business has, like, I. it's like, it's funny because you go, well, now they have a high flyer. And then you go, well, they had Shelton Benjamin. But, you know, Shelton's like a thousand. So now they have a guy that can actually accomplish all those high flying moves and make them look pretty right. cool. So I, I just, I, top to bottom, I think this is a great move for. Yeah, the they, uh, WWE is, um, 
kind of looking over the feds because you, you just keep comparing because if they're going to keep doing it to each other, we're going to keep doing it too. Um, for me, part of the appeal of AEW is is that they do have that kind of big group mentality. Uh, whether you're talking about the elite, uh, there's people that kind of, you know, come in and out. There's the, uh, like... Uh, American Nightmare Group. There's the Inner Circle, of course. Um, uh, Brody Lee and uh, the Dark Order. You know, they're all these huge groups. And uh, um, WWE has, has been so focused on, you know, we're going to get two or three guys, you know. Uh, uh, you know, like we had Apollo, Cedric, Ricochet recently. Uh, we had, you know, the Hurt Business. Um, you could look at like the Wyatt family, you know, maybe they started to extend it to four guys, but that was just because people kept getting injured. But I think it'd be kind of cool to see WWE kind of extend, um, you know, this faction so that we don't have, not that I mind seeing them, but you know, I, I don't need to see MVP wrestle at this age. Like I'd, I'd rather just see him be the ringleader, um, you know, for a, a group of guys who are kind of directionless, who don't really have, um, you know, a voice. They don't really have any direction. Um, that's where they can kind of turn to MVP who can kind of help mold these guys, you know, into, into something, uh, memorable, something long lasting, uh, you know, something that turns all their careers around because I, I think, uh, you know, if they were a character of the little mermaid, there'd be five flounders. Um, there'd be no Sebastians, uh, no aerials, just five flounders kind of flumping around, but maybe with MVP's direction, his leadership. Uh, we can fill out the rest of the cast of the Little Mermaid, and by God, you know, start selling some T-shirts for these guys. Uh, that's that's my point on that, and I'm sticking to it. Um, <laughs> Matt, I think the only other thing here to talk about the tag team division is that they're so dying for uh, actual tag team like uh, uh, threats, competition. Um, I I know it's champion versus champ United. Clash of Champ, Night of Champion. I don't know. It's the champion. It's the champions uh, pay-per-view around the corner. Uh, Nakamura, Nakamura and uh, Cesaro are challenging the Street Profits. And it's just, if it wasn't them, I honestly couldn't tell you who else it would be. Uh, we just saw the release of uh, Akum and Rezar. Yep. Uh, the two, um, the, the wolf and the big tortoise from the second Ninja Turtles movie. They're out. Uh, Eric and Ivar obviously going to be on the shelf for a little while. Uh, Dolph Ziggler doesn't have any friends, so he can't do a haphazard tag team. There's, there's not a lot out there to fight the Street Profits. So, um, Matt, what is the, uh, what is the future of this tag team division in WWE other than, uh, turmoil because there's, there's nobody in it. Well, uh, yeah, you ready for Bree Zango to challenge at Survivor Series? The call That's up. all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, then we start playing that game of who's who's in retribution, when is Undisputed Era coming up, and we just keep playing this game of, well, there's got to be somebody who's not on the roster, right? Um, because the New Day's got to get back together. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough pickle. Um, I think the one spot, you know, because we just had that uh, fatal four-way for uh, the NXT championship, and we had two guys who, you know, didn't really get to factor into the finals and the ultimate outcome tonight. 
you know, maybe this DIY is where we finally see DIY getting back together. Yeah. Sorry. Still no, culture. I mean, even if it's short-lived, there's just, there's no tag teams. So, like, um, and like with, with, with what WWE's doing, when I started watching Raw uh, this week, I thought, because uh, I watched it on Hulu, I thought I was watching an old episode, uh, the way the same, like, five storylines are still going. Uh, Angel Garza, Andrade. Yeah, I had to pull up which episode I was watching because it's the exact same feuds uh, from before SummerSlam. Right. <laughs> no, I, uh, I I think I've done that quite a few times. I mean, also, you're getting the main event of Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Um, yeah. I, I, I felt like the main roster had actually been heading in a pretty good direction these last few weeks, and this week just didn't, it didn't do it for me. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I didn't wet my noodle. No, no, no wet dry noodles noodle. over here. But, Mike, did you get a wet noodle for what happened at NXT Super Tuesday Part 2? Uh, for some reason, the very first thing that happened. <laughs> I don't I missed it. Oh, I missed it. Uh, much like NXT did. I, 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 <laughs> I, uh, I managed to tune in because I was like, oh, I didn't I did want to see that. Uh, I almost called him Brodus. I didn't want to see that Bronson Reed match. Yeah. And then uh, there was Finn Balor and Adam Cole, Matt. Uh, Finn I, becomes the third two-time champ uh, with uh, Nakamura. That's the second time we brought him up today. And uh, I believe Samoa Joe, also a two-time champ. Um, I, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was work rate. You know, it wasn't a couple of meaty men slapping meat. Uh, I, it wasn't work rate, right, though, because they didn't go that long. I, you know, it was, uh, I mean, you know, they hour. were tired from last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it reminded me, uh, the Denver Nuggets just played a uh, horrific game seven um, against the Utah Jazz, a game that ended 80 to 78. It was basically the NCAA championship game. There's that few points scored because the teams were exhausted. Uh, that's how this match kind of played out. It looked like game seven. Uh, between two basketball teams who have been operating in a Disney bubble and were exhausted and want to go home. That's what it looked <laughs> like tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'll go home. Just knife edge me to death. Uh, there are some interesting parts here, though, because we did. I get... think that this was easily Randy Orton's least favorite title match of all time because there was a lot of thigh slapping in this match. A lot of thigh slapping. If I could put my thought out there, no. after the match, there wasn't too sweet between Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Now, this is quite, I, I think it's quite a, a ways to go to make sure that Adam Cole and Finn Balor still look like buddies. I, like You don't have to do that. It's Adam Cole. Adam Cole gets upset at everything. He's the whiny heel. If he loses, I mean, I don't know if it was just to make sure that Finn still looked like a heel or just like that reminder. So they did they did the two sweet. But, uh, you know, like you're you're watching two heels go at it right now. You better not enjoy one of them winning. Uh, but uh, I wonder if we're getting a Balor Club Undisputed Era Bullet Club thingy because AJ Styles also retweeted it. Oh, hey! no! Look at Matt reading those tea leaves, huh? 
yeah. Uh, One glass of kombucha. Now he's Mr. Tea Leaf. It's, uh, it's kombucha. It's uh, Kirkland. Brand. Oh. So you know it's good. Where is it? Oh, the first syllable has come. That's all we need to know. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I'm not going to read that that kind of message into it. Uh, I was just kind of bummed because in the aftermath, uh, in the post-game interview, they asked Dan and Cole, wow, lost, huh? And he's like, well, Finn Balor, he better hope, boys and girls, that I don't get another chance because you know what's going to happen is next time, the outcome is going to be different. And that is undisputed. <laughs> yeah. What? I mean, yeah. Maybe they have like months to put these promos together, and it just so happened that this time. Maybe they have seconds to put those promos together. <laughs> no, I'm like right. This instance, just seconds, mere seconds. <laughs> normally, normally when you've got Karrion Cross ready to hold the title for a few months, and Adam Cole was like, "I'm headed to the main roster." <laughs> no, you're not. You're gonna fight Finn Balor. <laughs> He's, I'm headed to the main roster, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's got a train train ticket and a little suitcase. You know, he's really excited. Yeah. Like but uh, the train is left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy and, and Fish are putting a little salt on the little makeshift uh, snow scene there on the table yeah. on the choo-choo. Head, head on over to Vermont. All right. Um... Raw, 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 raw. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, be inventing raw, and I'll be wrestling for that universal title. Well, we we didn't beat our, our thirty minutes thing, Mike. So is there anything else you want bitch. to go over uh, before um, we wrap up? I would say, uh, oh, two uh, two quick things, Matt. Roman Reigns' first opponent for the WWE Championship is uh, Jimmy Uso, I think. Uh, oh. I need... Uh, see? I... No, I'm glad this is happening, because I agree. I have no fucking clue. But <laughs> it's one of no, the I just... Uso's... Yeah, uh, where's uh, Michael Cole? He's the Roman only one, I feel, Reigns. who knows who's who. Um, but uh, I think Jay, if you're going to make... Uso is the... Jay Uso, oh, it's Jay number Uso. one contender. Oh, all right, uh, man. Yeah. Hot, hot tag. Go for it. Hot tag. Oh, wait, wait. Fire uh, up the graphic. Hot tag. <laughs> Matt, who yeah. would get Roman over as a heel quicker? A rematch versus The Fiend or Roman annihilating his Uso? I really, really, really wanted the question to be Jimmy or Jay Uso. <laughs> <laughs> well, WWE's really fucked up on this one because they went Jay. Oh, but, you know, if he had gone Jimmy, you think about all the Jimmys in the history. You talk about an underdog babyface. <laughs> yeah, he's the twin that came out second. So, I mean, he's already at a disadvantage, you know. You've got uh, word association <laughs> with Jimmy Stewart, beloved American actor. You've got Jimmy from South Park. You've got Jimmy's, like, yep. condoms. You've got Jimmy's, like, sprinkles. All those Jimmy's would have been wrapped together, and you would have had this big old, like, love fest just for hearing Jimmy every, you know, jump from the top rope, every leg drop, every Samoan drop. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. You wouldn't even know which Jimmy to think about. 
Hopefully less condoms, more sprinkles. Jay? Yeah, but the other way, you could have had Jay Lethal. Blue Jays. Um, Jay JJ Jay the Jet Plane. Jay from Men, Jay Black, from Men in Black. Character. Um, JP is the uh, acronym for Jurassic Park. Kind of a, uh, I'm going to let that one slide. All right. That's five. That's real good, <laughs> I think. All right. Uh, uh, I stand corrected. So, <laughs> so I guess Matt right is. I think that arguably we answered the question with the question because uh, poor poor Jay is such an underdog. Nobody knew it was Jay the whole time. Uh, uh, Matt, uh, Brent, Brent Rodriguez. What are the odds that? Make sure we threw in Jimmy's wrestled. Uh, oh, Jay. Jimmy Did that, does that ring a bell? I Jesus. Maybe there's a typo in there? All Is right. he talking about, like, wrestling Jimmy's? I don't know. Yeah, did he do, Matt. like, a voice text? Uh, <laughs> did you mean Jimmy's <laughs> wrestle? I don't know. All right. Um, um, Matt, the last one. We can't not cover this. He's a friend of the show. Uh, pretty confident about who the leader of Retribution is. We made it all the way through the power half hour. Uh, with the big Dijakovic? reveal. It's got to be Dominic Dijakovic. Oh, God, I stole the thunder again. I just was kidding. You son oh, of a bitch. I'm sorry. It is Dominic, isn't it? Well, they put yeah, a voice he... distorter on him, so he sounded like Darth Vader, but you could still tell it was Dominic. That was him. <laughs> I mean, I, somebody took... I don't want to hear anything else. Somebody took a video or a, a snapshot of, of everybody up there and they threw names uh, on all of the, you know, people with their hoodies on. And it was Dajakovic yeah. was the only one I was like, yeah, no, that, holy shit, that, that definitely is Dajakovic standing there with his, his hoodie and his black mask. Um, no, that, I mean, that, that makes perfect sense then. Cause that's the only guy I knew was in retribution. <laughs> Changing <laughs> the jet plane. Yeah. Thank you, Venus Blue. What? Sorry, go ahead, man. I cut. I was excited. Somebody liked the JJ the Jet Plane. Matt, uh, you are going about Dominic Dijakovic. Wait, who liked JJ the Jet Plane? Matt's, Matt's gone. Uh, oh man. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, uh, you know. We've uh, we've done two things, right? We start calling up these NXT guys. We make them lose their names, lose their gimmicks. Uh, Keith Lee used to have a cool song. Uh, before he would run into you, he would do this like hesitation move. So then the mo the moves would look more explosive when he hit you. Now he just kind of lumbers over and crashes. Uh, you know, like Winnie the Pooh running over to get stuck in a tree. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Keith Lee, uh, reimagining. I think whoever told him to stop the hesitation move, F, uh, but whoever is behind this Dominic Dijakovic, uh, Matt, as much as I liked feast your eyes, I do think that, you know, when he did like your, you'd point your eyes and you point at your, point at his eyes. I still think when he feasted, he should have had like a little bowl of porridge or something like feast your eyes and because he didn't have the bowl of porridge now he's gonna lead a nexus like revolution in wwe where he takes over arenas uh he gets you know he invades the stage hands um you know he's playing with the lights i think that they're <laughs> i 
Matt, do you think uh, hot tag here? If you want to throw the graphic, do you think they're going overboard with the like the high high techness of their um, uh, sabotaging of the WWE program? Would it would it mean more? Would it be a more powerful site if they just turned the lights out once in a while, went to commercial? Um, I, I think I just want to see them destroy everything every week. Uh, I just don't like the idea. Man, that of is Roman Reigns' gimmick. Come like, on, he well, wrecks everything and leaves. <laughs> like the idea of them just not getting like, you know, that's supposed to be fake. This every week we have to buy a new ring, new ring ropes. <laughs> we have to get new cameras. You guys need to stop it. There's a different way to do this. We can. We have the power. We have the money to, to like the million dollar. I think they should. Uh, we have the they technology should, uh, to make this look. <laughs> they should really do things that will make the investors upset. You know, introducing new uh, 2020 WWE ice cream pops, and then they come out. Whoa, it's like 400 calories. Yeah, this is vanilla and it's supposed to be chocolate. It's like 80 percent corn syrup. You know. Uh, Retribution, get out of here. We're trying to sell ice cream pops. Um, you know, or when they pull out those toys and it, it never really looks like John Cena. It always kind of looks like he's having a stroke. Um, and you can just go to pro wrestling tees and get a strikingly realistic John Cena figure uh, if Brent's still paying attention. Um, I know he's a big John Cena fan and he would love a very realistic John Cena toy. Uh, you don't want WWE.com toys. You want to go to like yep. pro wrestling tees. It's some good stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if Retribution came out and like showed a back to back of what WWE selling, and then we could get a pro wrestling tease, I mean, that would you know that would definitely fuck up WWE for sure. Well, Mike, I think now is as good a time as any. Wrap it up. That's uh, right. I almost got through a whole episode without cursing, but there we go. Uh, we did say we wanted to wrap up early today, so uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if uh, you are watching on YouTube right now, uh, please subscribe. Uh, let us know what we're doing right or doing wrong. We always appreciate the feedback. Um, like I said earlier, we got feedback from a new fan, and I'm going to take their advice. So what, uh, whatever you guys want to see to make sure we keep doing it. Uh, this was a shorter uh, than usual episode, but uh, tune in on Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. That's our usual time to go live. This week is my fault. But if you do want to follow the Brothers of Discussion every way possible, you need to go to BODpodcast.com or BrothersofDiscussion.com where you can find links to our Twitter and Instagram. It's at BODpodcast on Twitter, at Brothers underscore of underscore discussion. Damn it, I fucked it up. At BODpodcast on Twitter, at Brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. Oh, oh I did say it right. And then uh, just head over to anchor.fm slash Brothers of Discussion to see everything else. Uh, anywhere that you need to find the Brothers of Discussion on, uh, on a podcast thingy we're there just all the links are at anchor.fm slash brothers of discussion i we forgot to say rest in peace Do, otis dozovich is shot at a championship because he lost his briefcase otis rest in uh, peace it never was but uh it was for me it was real to me damn it <laughs> good good night and... Ducky! Good luck! <laughs> Ducky! <laughs>